Blog Talk Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening, and welcome to a Thursday special NFL Draft edition of Over the Top Sports. Vinny the Shark here alongside Big Mike. Huge day. All the questions, all the speculations, all the stupid scenarios you've been hearing for months now, they all come to a rest because tonight we finally get answers. The NFL draft goes underway in about two hours. Yeah, and it's about time, man, because I don't think I can do another week with this, Vinny. Too much. I really don't. I've had enough. It's over. Um, As a Giant fan, I need to know what's going to happen. As a Raider fan, how do the Raider fans feel? Four first-round picks? Are you kidding me? It's a, it's a lot. I mean, you have uh, four teams that have double picks. They have more than one pick. The Raiders have three first-round picks. Three I mean, no no draft is bigger than that for them. Uh, we haven't seen anybody with three first-round picks in an NFL draft since 2001. So it's been a long time, and that was the Rams. So the Raiders, we all know how big that is. They have the fourth pick. Are we going to see teams trade up? Is Kyler Murray 100% the guy? I mean, usually you end up knowing who the number one pick is, and I'm sure it's no secret it's Kyler Murray, but I mean, we could have a huge shakeup in the draft if it already isn't Kyler Murray. Yeah, and supposedly uh, Arizona's GM has went out and made a phone call saying, uh, hey, you know, Quinn Williams, not so fast. Uh, you know, we're still debating. It could be you up there. And to me, he is the best player in the draft. There's a lot of people who agree with that. Um, there's a lot of players that you saw people had different as uh, number one players. One thing's for sure, this is a hell of a defensive draft yeah. class from top to bottom. You could get somebody at 20. That's going to be a top pass rusher in this league. So very, very defensive-heavy draft class and how quick of an impact are we going to see for them. And also, who are we going to see trade in here? Because you know what? I'm pretty sure the Raiders and the Jets, the three and four, we might be seeing somebody make a move. I heard that. And then the, right before we came on, they said the Bills are desperately trying to get into the top three for Quinn Williams also. The, the thing that comes here, though, is why would the Jets do Right? You're not going to help a division opponent. So. Right. That doesn't make sense to me, but, I mean, you always hear within the last couple hours a team desperately trying to get in. I heard Atlanta's trying to make a play to get into the top five as well for a defensive player, mm-hmm. maybe like White or whatever. But uh, I just can't see, if you're the Jets, how you can let the Bills get in there and get a guy like that. And even Detroit, which is surprising. We all know they finished last place in the uh, NFC North over there. They're at eight, and they, uh, there's been a lot of talks with the Lions even moving as well, and the, the Atlanta Falcons trying to get up there, especially if their man, Ed Oliver, who, um, who's been all over the draft board. Let's get into Ed Oliver right yes, now. Yep. There's a point where he was the number one pick in the NFL draft. Yep. To him falling as low as where the Falcons are picking now, which I think is, what, 13 or 14 mm-hmm. around there? And now they got him expected in the, as early as top five. People have him going even higher than Quentin Williams. Yep. It's crazy where Ed Oliver's draft stock goes. And as a Giant fan, I know we're going to be talking a whole lot of Giants. And, of course, anybody who's out there, Giant fans, we'd love to hear your opinion, too, because it's a huge draft for them. If Ed Oliver enters before that sixth pick, the Giants are going to be left with a very, very good defensive player and probably Devin White or um, what's-his-face, Josh Allen right. even, who I think has no business falling to the Giants at six. If the Giants get Josh Allen at six, Big Mike, I'm going to do the worm right across <laughs> BK Sweeney's and doing cartwheels to follow because that's how damn excited I'd be. He has no business falling to six. Yeah, I could see a team like Oakland going for Ed Oliver, though. Um, I don't know if they go quarterback. I think they're convinced that Carr and Brown, they'll form some sort of duo, right? You're not going to draft a rookie quarterback when you just traded for Antonio Brown. So I'm convinced that that's going to be a defensive player. And listen, John Gruden, Warren Sapp, right? Ed Oliver. I, I see a comparison there. Absolutely. I, I think that that could be where they go. And listen, I don't want Ed Oliver. Great player, but I want the playmaker. Right. We want to see him go ahead. Right. We want to see Let him, him in that top five Please. because that's going to get the Giants a better pick unless they do go the route that we've been hearing and I've been dreading. And that's the Dwayne Haskins route at number six. Right. Uh, all sides point to Murray at one. 
Uh, who knows? Maybe Washington or Miami come in with the three or four pick. We know the Jets in Oakland are interested in that trading that pick there. And the Raiders have all the capital in the world to do whatever the hell they want this draft. But we will see. Dwayne Haskins, do they go there six? Because I think it would be a very, very bad move on New York if they pass up on one of these elite pass rushes, especially, again, if Josh Allen falls there. I completely agree with you. We, we have said since day one we don't want a quarterback at six, right? Uh, we don't want Haskins, and we especially don't want Daniel Jones. And that was clearly bullshit, right? It, no. it was never going to be Jones at six. I don't think the, they would pick Jones at six, right. especially over Haskins. I don't think Gettleman is that insane. So step back from that. Now we're hearing Will Greer could be a, the quarterback. Andy Dalton comparisons um, likely have to trade back into round one. Vinny, at the end there, or do you think he's somebody that goes tomorrow? It's going to be interesting because the Raiders have the most first-round uh, capital and the Giants have the most all-around capital. They have the most picks in this draft, believe it or not, after all the trades they've done. But with Dave Gettleman, it's so hard to predict because he went out last year. He was the most brutally honest guy in the world. He said, I'm taking the best player. I want a gold jacket caliber guy. He took Saquon Barkley. He backed up everywhere he said. Then this offseason, he comes out there and says, we didn't pay Odell. We didn't sign Odell or trade him. He goes out there. He trades Odell Beckham. So now right. it's kind of like, what is he going to do here? Is he Are we going to see that uh, Gettleman? Is he keeping teams on edge saying – so he gets a quarterback. I don't know what he's doing here. Nobody knows. It's going to be fascinating what he does. And he has said he's not making 13 picks. He has come he's out got and a, said he's going to be he trading. He's not sure. making 13 picks. I think they either get back into the first round for a third pick, mm-hmm. or I think you're going to see them in the second round for a second, second round pick. I agree with that. Or I think Josh Rosen ends up as a Giant by the end of the draft. And uh, that also brings us to our next point. The Dolphins and the Giants were the only teams that were actually in any form of discussions with the Arizona Cardinals. What would you give up? What is Josh Rosen's price for you to become a New York Giant? Listen, if I got two stud defensive players, I'll give up the second. I will. If I am not wasting either first-round pick, and I'm landing either Allen or White like we both want, Mm -hmm. or I'm taking the tackle out of Alabama right at 17 or another defensive player, I'll give up the second. Yeah, but – I'll make the – When does this happen, too? Because we even saw Adam Schefter, who we always praise the Bible yeah, here. Yeah. He even said he doesn't expect a Josh Rosen deal to be done until Friday, which might make it too late if the Giants do go the quarterback route, which is pick 17. Right. Listen, and so it's either going to be that or the, the thing with Will Greer is everyone wants that fifth option, right? And that's why you, he could be a first-round pick. You want the fifth option on the quarterback, which leads me to believe now you have to get back into the first round. So either way, Vinny, he's either going to be making a deal for Rosen mm-hmm. Or if it turns down, it's going to be Greer. He's going to be making a deal to get back in the first round. And I feel like the Giants feel pressured to take their quarterback here. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, we all know the deal. Same quarterback class as Eli Manning. Him and Phillip Rivers, all 2004 draft class. He just got a two-year extension. This is a guy who contemplated retirement last year. And we all thought he would have been the first one to go with how beat up and banged up he's taken his whole entire career. Right. Eli Manning, are we ready to really ride him off? I was one of those guys that said, it's time to admit a Giant fans. This guy sucks halfway through the year. Then what does he go out there and do when Odell's hurt the last four weeks? Right. He looked like a serviceable quarterback. And you know why? Because that offensive line looked pretty damn yeah. good at the end of the year. And now we went out there, we already signed Zeitler right. to build up the offensive line. And now I'm kind of feeling confident again that Eli Manning, I'm, I'm with Gettleman. I think he can play this year now. Listen, he's already been working out, right? They said he threw the ball. He looks awesome. I think there's a – and listen, this might – you might hear some – negative feedback from Giant fans. We do want to hear from you either way. I think there was pressure on Eli Manning when Odell Beckham played to almost feed him the ball, get him the ball, keep him happy. He almost looked, when Odell got hurt towards the end of the year, he almost looked free and easy. And I don't know if it was because they were out of it and they were just, you know, now there's no pressure at all. 
Or it was because, hey, I can spread the ball around. I don't have to force feed Odell Beckham and keep him happy. Listen, Golden Tate is a very above-average wide receiver. Uh, Sterling Shepard's an above-average wide receiver. Evan Ingram is a very good pass-catching tight end. Saquon Barkley could be the best running back in all of football. He has the weapons around him. You already mentioned Kevin Zeitler. I agree with you that we could see a very good bounce-back season from Eli Manning. I, I absolutely agree. I think Zeitler's deal was huge. And you know what? If Ben Roethlisberger can play two more years, so can Eli Manning. And that's why I'm saying we could sign him again to a one-year year, one year deal. You know he doesn't want to play for another team. Right. But if he wants to play football and the Giants won't take him in, he's going to go to another team. Right. As much as it would kill me to see that guy in another uniform – but uh, I'm not ready to go up on Eli anymore. I take back everything I've ever said to him about him this uh, last season. I think we should bring him back for one more year next year and take one of the better quarterbacks in Tua or uh, Herbert from Oregon as well. I think those guys possess more of a better NFL standard quarterback than the Daniel Jones, the Will Greers, the Drew Locks. Because you know what? I don't even – I think after Kyler Murray, there's no one that's really that much better. You look at everyone's charts, no one's, uh, no one's agreeing on anything. Some people have Jones over Haskins. You know, everyone's all over the place. Let's talk about those quarterbacks for a minute. This is from CBS Sports, basically gave everyone a comparison. Everybody loves comparisons, right? Vinny? right. I'd love to hear who's, who are they going to be, right, when they get to the NFL. So Kyler Murray uh, drew the comparisons of Steve Young and Cam Newton. And um, they said that because in college, Steve Young had a very good college career where he was a dual threat. And mm-hmm. that's what Kyler Murray is. Cam Newton, we see it now, and he's had to slow down a little bit with that just to prolong his career. And, and Kyler Murray's not as physical as Cam Newton, don't get me wrong, but right. the run-pass threat, and he's the best of the bunch. Then you look at somebody, let's go to Haskins. Drew, uh, Dwayne Haskins drew a Drew Bledsoe comparison. I think that's fair. Pocket passer, he's not mobile, no not matter mobile. what Stephen A. Smith says. I, I mean, <laughs> get over it. And he's accurate for the most part. He's a good, accurate pocket passer. Fair? Fair. Uh, drew Locke drew Matt Stafford. And I think this I is like probably that. the close. Exactly. I like that a lot. I think this is the closest. Free thrower. And yes. You hit that right on the head. Pocket passer, cannon, very aggressive. If he throws a pick, he forgets about it, and he'll go make the same throw if he has to. Uh, Will Greer, who now I'm interested in uh, <laughs> being linked to Giants, right? Andy Dalton. And I think that's fair also, though. I, I think that's a fair comparison. Andy Dalton is a decent to good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, we can't expect too much out of him. Uh, clean pocket equals success. Pressure is a struggle. That's fair. I, I think that's definitely fair. And limited ceiling. You know what you're going to get out of him. Definitely. And then the final comparison, Daniel Jones, and this scares the hell out of me, Josh McCown. <laughs> and when you compare anybody to Josh McCown, I don't want you on my team. Uh, smart, good arm, scrambles in the pocket. Um, you know, he's a uh, – He's. I've even seen comparisons to Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, which I just think is ridiculous. Right. They've won Super Bowls. Man. I could see, uh, you know, I've heard people say he has Peyton's brain with Eli's toughness. I've seen Matt Ryan. He throws a lot like Matt Ryan, just right. the physical stature. But the only guy I think he left out, I think Kyler Murray relates the most to Russell Wilson. I think it's a no-doubter, short, fast, strong arm, accurate yep. arm. But, um, you know, they're both not that beefy as well. Right. But uh, other than that, I really agree. I think you hit it spot on with everybody of who they relate to in the pros. But just because that's who they relate to and that's what their game uh, is, does it translate to the pros? Exactly. The other question. Exactly. And my vote is no to all of them except for Kyler Murray. I was down on the quarterbacks last year as well. Yes. I might be wrong about Darnold. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not, I haven't been right or wrong about that. He did lead the league in picks, but he's a rookie. You right. don't want to be on his case about that. But all I said, I said Baker, and then my next guy off the board last year was Mason Rudolph. Right. <laughs> Who we might not ever see now. No. If, uh, ben, Big Ben gets third attention. string. Yeah, exactly. But he's always hurt. Maybe he'll get in the game there. But either way, yeah, I've been down on these quarterbacks, but there are quarterbacks that are in college now right. that possess these things that you see in somebody like an Andrew Luck. You say, you know what? This guy is a good quarterback. And I see that in Tua from Alabama. 
I see that in Herbert at Oregon. And then we all know about Lawrence in a couple of years from Clemson. We know he is the prize possession. The problem with that, though, Vinny, is the Giants are then going to have to be another five-win team to be able to even talk about Mm -hmm. one of those quarterbacks. I don't think they're – if they get two good defensive players, I don't think they're a five-win team. If they go out there and win, they're not going to wait the playoffs, believe me. But they go out there and win six or seven. We're not in that conversation now for that top quarterback. Now, what what if this, though? Because we can fix this defense pretty well just this draft. But these two first-round picks, if we, go, if we go double D, and who knows, maybe even the second round. Fair. We have, what, the 37th pick? Yep. That's an early pick. Yes, it is. Two, uh, three top 50 picks. Let's say they go, they get Allen. Okay. Right there, we have a pass rush. Yep. We have a huge pass rush right there. You can get Montez Sweat in the 17th, the way this guy's been falling off boards. That is an immediate pass rush. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Go out there, sign the guy in two, maybe. If he's cheap, who knows? I'm sure he wants the money, blah, blah, blah. But boom, you have a defensive line just like that. With a secondary, that's, that's button okay. And we don't forget about Sam Beal. We got in the uh, supplemental. Well, you were draft. very high on. But yeah, he, he got a very, very good reviews, yeah. and Gettleman was high on him. He said, I don't need my third-round pick. I'll take my third-round pick right now. Mm-hmm. But he got hurt, so we'll see how he goes behind Jenkins. That's how you build a defense right there, and we all know they got to do that. But also, the 17th thing, I just feel like they're wasting their time on a quarterback because we all know if you draft the wrong quarterback, you're set back for years. I, I agree with you. And, and hopefully, listen, we're both on the same page with that. The other thing that comes into play when we're talking these quarterbacks is Josh Rosen is going to be compared now to this quarterback class instead of last year's quarterback class (laughs) because he's going to get traded. And I am convinced it's Kyler Murray because if you're Arizona, why would you put this kid through all of this if you're not taking Kyler Murray? And they might want to get rid of him so bad that they might even attach Patrick Peterson, who hasn't been very happy with Arizona. And that can obviously bring up their trade buff because – that's, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily saying Josh Rosen is good because you know where I stand with him. I don't think he's good at all. Right. But if you add an all-pro cornerback with a first-round quarterback, it's hard. You're going to have value there. The value is definitely going to be there for that. So that's a huge package for Arizona if they want to go that route. So Carl Banks, uh, you know, who, who we had on the show and all-time giant great, he said, uh, just throwing this out there, if the Cardinals offered the Giants a package of Rosen-Peterson, for 1737 and a two in 2020, Giant fans, do you take that trade? What was it again? I'm sorry. It is if the Cardinals turn around to the Giants and say Rosen and Peterson for 1737 and a two in 2020. I would say no. That's too much for you. Yeah, I would say no. I think the there's too many good players that's going to be there at 17. Um, even if they don't go double defense, I think they could get a solid offensive tackle or offensive guard at 17, and you could really set this offensive lineup for years, finally. Who would have ever thought you'd say that as a Giant fan, but right. I think you could really do that. Very good players in this draft. You have to blow me away to get my 17. Uh, I also don't think Rose is the answer. So, I, like I said, I'm not taking the wrong quarterback and setting myself back. So, if it was anyone other than the Josh Rosen, maybe i consider it. Sal Palantonio reporting the Giants could emerge. Uh, again, this is just the Will Greer thing. He's saying that the Giants have Drew Locke and Daniel Jones ahead of Will Greer, but they are uh, – not convinced that both will be there at 17. So, uh, which brings us to now, Vinny, the Redskins, we keep hearing about also uh, Dan Snyder, the, the owner, he's going to be heavily involved in this pick. Um, where do they go? Because we have heard now they want Dwayne Haskins. The last time Snyder was involved, they went out and traded for RG3. That didn't really work yeah, out. Three first round picks. Right. I mean, besides <laughs> the one year, it didn't work right. out. Uh, and then there's other people, in the, supposedly other scouts, trying to make a case that, hey, Drew Locke should be the guy. What do the Redskins do? Because that really will have an effect on the Giants at 17. Well, if Dwayne Haskins is their guy, they got to trade up for him. I think they're scared of the Giants. And especially if that's their guy, they can't take the risk of your division rival getting your guy. So they're going to go up there and they trade up. And you know what? They've done it before. 
And that's a, that's a dumb organization. I was telling somebody earlier, it's not the first time they would be trading up for a quarterback in the first round with RG3, as you mentioned. You have three first-round uh, picks at that time. If they didn't learn their lesson then, maybe they should now. But they also, they're dumb enough, they gave Albert Haynesworth that $100 million contract due. Right. This is the Redskins we're talking about, not a smart organization. Yeah, and, and that will have a direct effect then on the New York Giants, A, of who you get at 17, and B, are you going to have to face him now for years to come? Alex yeah. Smith was supposed to be the quarterback there for the next few years. He suffered the crazy injury uh, you know, towards the end of last year, so we'll see what happens there. And what if they are so set on the Giants taking the quarterback at six, where if they come in and take the quarterback so that we're going to Murray and Haskins off the board before six, that they pressure the Giants into taking a Jones, that they're really that much in love with Jones, that they know something we don't know, and they make them take Jones at six instead of one of these pass rushes. From everything that you hear, and listen, at, earlier on in the week, we heard that uh, you know Jones was linked to six, and we were outraged. And, There's uh, a lot of Daniel Jones, the Giants. Though. Right, a and lot. close to being uh, you know really uh, furious with it. But uh, <laughs> uh, now it's almost backed off, right? Uh, we're starting to hear everybody, almost everybody's mock draft now has Allen, and you and I would both be thrilled with that. Um, and then you hear the negativity, though, that you didn't get the quarterback last year. You went out and got Saquon Barkley. How could you pass up on a guy like Dwayne Haskins? Lewis Riddick, uh, who I am a huge fan of, he's right. said the Giants are insane if they don't go up and get Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. Insane. And you have other people, too, saying if you're that in love with Daniel Jones, and that's the report, Vinny, is that Daniel Jones is the number one quarterback on their board. How do you not take him at six and just hope that he's there at 17? They just can't do it. I'm telling you, and I respect Lewis Riddick, and he even threw some cheap shots at us. I saw us when he said that on the TV. Yep. He's like, yeah, if I was the Giants GM, there's no way I'd be passing up on Dwayne Haskins. But then again, maybe that's why I'm not the Giants GM. But uh, I do disagree with him respectively. Uh, Mark Rode has a couple of fantasy baseball questions for you. He's been following us. Why don't you answer his questions? For All him? right. So Mark is asking Soto and Conforto for Bauer. Um, if that's a keeper league, I'm taking the bats. Uh, depending on the size of the league and a redraft, if it's a 12-man or bigger, Mark, I'm taking Soto and Conforto. If it's 10 and you have a good team already and you have loaded bats, I'm keeping Bauer. I mean, with that Indians eight. lineup, those are some solid bats for a pitcher who's not getting run support this year. Right. And Well, I think they're Jose Ramirez, is, he broke out yesterday. And, and Lindor is back. He, yeah. They need those guys. But outside of those guys, there's really nobody there. Chapman for Nola. I'm, listen, I'm a big believer in if I can get something like that for a closer, I'll just play the closer wire. There's going to be trades and – There'll be switches. I mean, uh, I expect LeClerc to get bounced out of uh, the Texas Rangers closer position eventually, and uh, Sean Kelly to pick up saves there. I'll take Nola all day. He's going to rebound. I think he has a good game tonight, actually, against Miami. And you could bet on Chapman finding the IL at some point. Right. That happens every year. So there's your two trades, Mark. Um, if that's a keeper league, I am taking Juan Soto and Conforto, and you should have hit accept 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so there we go from Mark Road. Uh, this is a draft special, though. But, again, Big Mike is the fantasy baseball wizard. So 12 team keep for life. <laughs> Hit accept and get off this. <laughs> Stop watching us and go accept right. that right Don't now. So Big Mike's got a show every Monday. He does the streamers over there. Does a really, really good job with fantasy baseball. But tonight it is about the NFL draft. So we mentioned all the teams with the picks and everybody with the top picks and everybody else uh, trading in, trading out. Who is under the most pressure? I know we're really close to the Giants, and there's definitely a whole lot of pressure on Gettleman. Do you think they are the team under the most pressure to get this draft right? Or is it somebody else like maybe Oakland? I think it's Oakland. I, I really do. You have three first-round picks. You just brought in Antonio Brown. I think there's a ton of pressure on him. Uh, Mike Mayock is somebody that was on TV a few months ago, and now he's the GM. They just sent the whole scout uh, you know, team home, and it's just now Gruden and Mayock operating. I think there is a ton, a ton of pressure on Oakland. I, I have to agree with you. I mean, we're going to find out who they're filling in, who we're getting in return for Khalil Mack, who we get in return for Amari Cooper, 
And then what, what else are you going to do? Are you going to even get more picks out of this? You already got Antonio Brown in the, in the uh, mix now. Right. And uh, I saw you going actually going at him with him today on Twitter. I hate Antonio Brown. <laughs> I have been tweeting Antonio Brown all day, just sending him little cheap shots. He posted some sort of pre-workout. I told him it was banned. He's going to fail his drug test. But uh, just taking all the little cheap shots I can. That's a team, Vinny Oakland, that I would be intrigued if they went out and got a Patrick Peterson, right? You have the first-round capital. You just brought in Antonio Brown. This is not a rebuild situation. This is a, that's somebody that I would be like, wow, like that's a very good move. That's something that keeps the locker room happy, Brown, Carr happy. And, and then you hear also running backs like Jacobs going to them. Lynch just retired, right? right. Lynch is going to be done. Back end of round one, maybe they're a team that takes Josh Jacobs. They're linked to Josh Jacobs up and down the yep. board. And with three first-round picks, and I know Josh Jacobs is no Saquon Barkley, but you can, uh, you can afford to take a running back in round one if you have the, cl- the capital that the Raiders do have. And uh, by any chance, are we going to see them maybe go and get a quarterback? Because we all know Gruden and Carr, yeah. they have a pretty rocky relationship. I, I would have said yes, but suppose Antonio Brown has been all over Carr, right? I mean, they're working out together. Yeah, so he throws them one incomplete ball. Well, then that's going to happen. <laughs> believe me, Carr isn't that good of a quarterback. But I don't think so. I really don't. I, I really think that pick is going to be Ed Oliver. And I don't think that they go get a quarterback. Maybe in the later rounds, we'll see what happens. There's other quarterbacks out there that we haven't hit on, we haven't mentioned. But I don't think in the first round they draft a quarterback. So do you think Josh Rosen is a bigger prize than, let's say – Dwayne Haskins in this draft? I think it's similar. I, I really do. Where, where would you rank your top four quarterbacks, including Rosen? Uh, I would have Kyler Murray. I'm almost torn between Locke and Haskins, to be honest with you. I, I'm intrigued by Drew Locke. So he I, can make the throws. He just needs to make better decisions. Exactly. That's the thing with him. Exactly. And that's something that you can teach. And he's had three years under his belt. That's Haskins had one. That's something you can teach. Vinny. Right. That, you know, looking at film behind Eli Manning, uh, if we're going that route. Um, I think he's better than Greer. I think he's better than Jones. I can't say he's gonna he's better than Haskins and Locke. Okay, I got him, and that's playing for the horrible Arizona Cardinals list. Yeah, he's probably my fifth quarterback, Josh Rosen. That's how down I am on this guy. <laughs> but uh, why though? From the college days, or just what you saw last? Just year? everything. You know, he wasn't good in UCLA. He right. really wasn't. Um, I know Arizona that he got blitzed like crazy over there, but um, he had no help. He had no help, man. Yeah, he didn't. He had nobody to throw to. Noah David Johnson doing his thing over there. The line's crappy over there. But, um, I mean, what are you going to do? He's just not that good of a quarterback, though. He can't handle the blitz. Um, I'd rather take a chance on one of these guys than Josh Rosen. There's a reason that they're moving on from Josh Rosen already. Not just because they have the number one pick. Kyler Murray might not be the answer. Who knows? He might even go back to baseball. Who knows? But there's a reason they're already moving on from this guy. And uh, we'll see what happens. He's a 10th overall pick last year. They're already moving on. Done. That, to me, is the bigger story of the whole draft, is is what does Arizona do with him and Patrick Peterson? Because those are two of the bigger yep. names. And we've heard Clowney's name be mentioned. I'm not really buying that. We've heard Chris Harris's name mentioned. I'm not buying that either. I truly think that Patrick Peterson and Rosen, I think both could be dealt by the end of the weekend. They could be. And uh, do you think we see Rosen tonight? Because I feel like with the quarterbacks, we're going to see probably four quarterbacks go tonight. Right. Rosen could change the team's mind if they're interested. And apparently there's only two teams interested, right. one being our G-Man. And we heard the Chargers had offered the two, right? We heard the Patriots had mm-hmm. called. I don't think so. I think he's going to be, if he, anything, I think he's tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think it's the second-round capital. Or, or you know, it, if the Chargers weren't involved and they didn't offer the second, maybe we're still in the third round. That's what Schefter said. And you know what? Another thing to show you how bad Josh Rosen is, they didn't once think to trade the number one pick. We all know the value you could get for the number one overall right. pick in the NFL draft. They didn't once put that up for sale for anybody. Kyler Murray's their guy. And speaking of value, um, we'll talk about it for a few minutes here. The NFL, they have this trade chart, this value chart for draft picks. And 
Um, it's pretty stupid if you ask me because um, that's the value you have to get for that pick. So they have val- evaluated the uh, Arizona pick at number one, Vinny, as uh, 3,000 points, right? It's a point system. Okay. So in order to get that Arizona number one pick, you have to trade 3,000 points worth of, of capital, of credit or whatever. And that's why you see such the big trades, like the RG3 trade years ago to, to get up there and move him up. So just a, a trade. Um, Arizona's the number one pick is worth 3,000 points. The Giants at number six are 1,600 points. So it's almost, I need two number six picks in order to move up from six to one. And that would really cost the Giants six and 17, you would think, to move up to number one. Just and like that, that still wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. And it still wouldn't be enough. They'd have to add more. Cause from, 17 from this is, point system. Because 17 is worth 950. So we're still under. They would still have to give six. 17 and something else to get to number one. Interesting. And that's the trade chart that all of the NFL is, is uh, using these days. So we've talked about the jets who are uh, rich. uh, Samini just said they truly, uh, the jets beat writer said he thinks the jets are a hundred percent moving out of the third spot. That is a 2,200, 2,200 points right there. Um, So you would have to now, I mean, what are you talking about? How far could you go back? You would look at Seattle at 21 is 800 points. You now have to make up two thousand points somewhere. Uh, it's you know. To and get how much there. is Washington's first pick? Because you have to imagine they're a team that's interested. They 10. got a lot of work to do. And they do. I, you know, you could ask any any Jet fan. They all want to move back, and I don't blame them. That's the right thing to do here. And worst case scenario, you probably get Quentin Williams at number three. Worst case scenario, after a great off season for the Jets. Right. So just it's very interesting and. That's why you see, uh, you know, Atlanta trading a few years ago didn't go get Julio Jones. Uh, the amount of picks you have to give up in, to, to get up into that top five, it's, it's astronomical. So it's funny for me and you to say, Vinny, hey, they could trade up. Go trade up. Go get them. But when you look at this, you're giving up a shit ton to get up there There's a for price something to pay. that's not guaranteed. There's a price to pay, and that's why the draft is so important. It just goes to show you why when you're in a top ten pick like this, you can't mess up your picks, Jerry Reese. It can't happen because when you get the wrong guys, it sets you back, especially a quarterback that you're going to try to invest five plus years in. It just doesn't work out that way. So you have to nail these picks. Look at the value of a first round draft pick in the NFL, especially a top five pick. And let's just talk about it one more time. Arizona is 3000 points. New England at the 32nd pick in the first round, 590 points. Mm -hmm. So that's a difference of 32 players. And, And obviously listen, Kyler Murray is supposed to be one. He's very special or whatever. But uh, you're talking about still the 32nd best player in the NFL draft. And look at the drop-off in points, 3,000 to 590. It makes all the points, uh, all, all the sense in the world. You won the Super Bowl. That's how hard it should be for you to get the best player in the upcoming draft. But, but now let's look at uh, the first round. You want that extra 50-year option, right? So now we're talking Will Greer back end of round one. So I'm saying New England's 32nd pick, right, which could be in play for Will Greer. If they don't take him, somebody else might want to. 590 points. Let's look at the Giants at 37th overall, 530 points. I have to come up with 60 points only to get back into that first round. And that is something, if you ask me, with all of that capital, Gettleman should be looking to do. Absolutely. And he's got he's got how many? Three first, uh, third-round picks, I'm sorry. Right. Um, I'd love to see him get another pick in the second round. I would really love to see that get another uh, maybe top 50 pick. But um, he has four top 100 picks. I'd love to see a fifth in there. Uh, and let's just now, we'll talk about the other players, Vinny, and uh, almost as if, uh, you know, let's mock the top five, right? And I sure. think we can both agree 
that uh, it's going to be Kyler Murray one. I, I think we're both yeah. on the same page as that with all the smoke screens and he can call Quinn and Williams all he wants and send him a Christmas card. You're not putting Rosen through all of this. If you're not taking Kyler Murray. Absolutely not. And I, I know uh, it's annoying. We're going to see Roger Goodell's speech. He's going to get booed, blah, blah, blah. Vintage draft as always. And then we're going to see, booed. then we're going to see Arizona go on the clock and they're going to milk it all the way down just in case they get that last offer. That's going to blow them completely away. But we all know what's going to happen. It's going to be Kyler Murray, and we're going to be 25 minutes into the draft uh, to San Francisco. <laughs> and uh, thinking of uh, San Francisco, um, I think it's Bosa. I really do. And they've uh, now supposedly they're listening to offers on Solomon Thomas, right, the defensive end that they drafted a few years ago. I think it's only three years ago in the first round. Um, I think it has to be Bosa. My concern is is injuries have uh, – he didn't play much last year. And also, Joey Bosa's battled injuries as well. Is right. there something – you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be one. But is there something there that would concern you taking Bosa? Um, not really. I mean, he possesses all the talent in the world as a pass rusher. But, um, again, this is a guy who sat out very early in his college season this year to make sure he had this draft spot. Uh, we didn't get to see much of him. And that, you know what? I understand you're protecting yourself, but I think that's such a cowardly act. And I hate seeing that, you know, I, what if he does that in the pros? Right. Well, yeah, we even think a guy is more worried about himself than the team. Go out there, be a football guy. That's not being a football guy. Uh, is Bosa the second guy on, on your board? You yeah, think? no doubt. I think he's actually Best safer. Defensive player. I think he's safer at two than Kyler is a one almost. I even. agree with that. Number three is the Jets. And uh, if they don't trade out, and we're not going to predict trades, right. that would be ridiculous. Right. I think it's Quinn and Williams for them. And I just think uh, Greg Williams to get a guy like that, I think it's huge for them. I agree with that. If they do stay at three, I could really see them trading out, though. I really I, could. Yes. Um, and obviously, that's going to make Jet fans happy. They're going to get a, a huge haul, as you mentioned, with the points. They're going to get a very, very good deal, especially that fills out their boy because they made that move to get the three last year to get yes. Sam Darnold with the Colts. Yes. Now you're getting all that revenue right back, just like that, and you keep your quarterback that you drafted last year. So it'd be a no-brainer for the Jets to trade back. But if they do keep it, not predicting a trade here, I think Quinn Williams is easily the number three best player off the board. Uh, then that brings us to four, the Oakland Raiders, and I think they make this pick. There's no reason for them to trade whatsoever. I could see them doing it, though. Really? I just see Gruden falling in love with, like, you know what I see him? I see him as a Danny Ainge with the Celtics. Just effort around. Raiders, just more just continuously getting more picks, looking for another first-round pick in next year's draft. Uh, four, I would have Ed Oliver. You said you uh, agreed with that before. Do you think uh, it would be Oliver? I think he'd be making a mistake not to take Josh Allen here. I think it'd be a huge mistake not to take Josh Allen. I agree it's with you. It's a mistake you. I hope he makes. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think Ed Oliver is very interested. I think they're very interested in Ed Oliver, the Raiders. And we've also heard the rumors this week, too, that the Raiders pick is kind of off the board. So I don't consider Ed Oliver an off-the-board pick. You'd have to wonder if the Raiders then go do something crazy, which wouldn't shock me. But uh, I'm hoping as a Giant fan that White or Allen are there for the New York Giants, which brings us to number five, and uh, it's the Buccaneers who need a lot of help on defense. But they just moved uh, Kwan Alexander, right? And that's why I think that this is Devin White. I agree with Devin White as well, and I'm glad because you know what I feel like until the last week or two, Devin White was going like out there around 10, which I found the mistake. Right. And now he's finally going where he should go. And he's another guy I was hoping if uh, Josh Allen were to go, that he would fall in the Giants' lap at six. Tremendous player. I think the Bucks are almost a lot to get him at five. And that would leave – this scenario right here would leave the Giants to get Allen. <laughs> God, please. <laughs> oh, please let that happen. Uh, I mean, we're talking – Josh Allen, I, like I just said, I think he should be going fourth, fourth overall, maybe even third overall to the Jets. But uh, absolute tremendous pass rusher. That's exactly what the Giants need. Please don't do anything stupid. But, again, I really do think there's three teams – Three teams, one of them might surprise you. They have a very serious shot of either trading with the Raiders or more than likely the Jets. 
Uh, I'm just hoping for, and I love White too, and Jamal Adams, who played with uh, White over at LSU, has said, this kid is a maniac. He is a side-to-side linebacker with the violent hits that we saw. He's a leader. He's outspoken. Uh, I would be fine with either of them. Big Mike, Kentucky football was ranked last year. I understand. It was ranked, (laughs) and their defense was great. And why? It's all because of this guy. We're not talking about their basketball team. We're talking about Kentucky football. They were ranked in the SEC last year. Great team. Josh Allen was a huge reason why. I I want Allen beforehand, but as long as I'm getting one, I'm content. Absolutely. If I get one of them, I'm content. Allen's my dream, but again, if you're giving me Devin White, I'm not going to be be a good linebacker. And Ogletree was fine last year. He was fine. And he'll be But a tackling machine linebacker. Antonio Pierce? Fair. And they traded for him. They drafted him. They traded for him. They haven't drafted a linebacker in the first round since guest of our show. Carl Banks. That is very fair. Before I was born. Uh, just some other names I'll throw out you that are intriguing. Uh, Noah Fant, the tight end. Um, give me your thoughts on him. He's been linked to the, – there's no way. the Unless the Patriots, who have 13 picks also, now lost Gronk. They they have the capital to go up and make a play. I wouldn't put that past Bill Belichick. But as of now, linked to the Packers, and they need weapons for Aaron Rodgers. Right, which I'm interested because I feel like Green Bay – I feel like he hasn't had much connection with the tight end besides Jeremichael Finley. You right. know, uh, Jimmy Graham didn't work. Did not work But out. this guy, he's he's the real deal. He is a top 10 uh, tight end. A lot of teams are falling in love with him. He does block. He does catch. He's very fast. Good route runner. He's definitely poised for it, and Aaron Rodgers could definitely find a way to make him work in there because they do need another weapon over there in Green Bay. Uh, Montez Sweat, the, uh, we all heard about the heart thing. Now it comes out today that, uh, he's fine. We lied. Perfectly fine. <laughs> Not, nothing wrong with his heart. Overblown. And shame on that because it, whoever leaked that report originally hurt his draft. And off. they still hurt it. Even if it's gone, teams are still weary of it. You There's know? teams that don't have him on the board because of that. A hundred percent. And I'm hoping he falls to 17. <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be the next stream after, uh, Allen at six. <laughs> um, but they had him going where on what you're looking at. Uh, they had him at eight. Eight. Well, that's what. Yeah, he's projected to be top ten. Right. He has I'm no sorry, nine. Nine to the Bills. Whatever. He had no business falling to seventeen. They even had him going down to like the the twenties, the I high twenties at some point because yep. of this thing. So we'll see. Maybe maybe teams are still a little weary. Maybe we catch a little break over there. An interesting. But team. he's a hell of a player too. Uh, yeah. Missouri State, and Mississippi State. Sorry. He blew the combine out of the water. Mm-hmm. He was the name at the combine. Everything just off the charts. Uh, the Broncos at ten are interesting too because there's listen. We just did our top six, uh, seven picks here. We didn't mention a quarterback besides Kyler Murray. They just went out and got Flacco. Are they a team now that's looking at a quarterback? I feel I don't know Flacco's contract. I know it's a lot of money. Right. But I don't know how many years he's got on there. But I don't think Elway is ready to have this guy sit under uh, Joe Flacco for, I would say, at least two years. <laughs> and we all know he's not too good at dressing these quarterbacks either. So I think this is the year to lay off it. They got Chubb last year, who was great for them. Yes. Build that defense some more. Uh, and then right after them, 11, the Bengals. And this is where we get in that run of quarterbacks. Bengals need a quarterback. This is my surprise team to trade up with the Jets. Really? This is or, or the Raiders. This is my surprise team to jump up in there. Everyone's talking about the Redskins getting Dwayne Haskins. I think the Bengals might make that move and go in there. I think they're finally finished with Andy Dalton because they haven't won a playoff series in how long? Been a long time. <laughs> how long was uh, Marvin Lewis there for? Because they never won a playoff yeah, game yeah. with him. So it's been a long time. I think it's time to move on from the Red Rifle. Uh, 12 is Green Bay, who we mentioned. Uh, the tight end is a possibility, Fant. Um, I've seen also one of the receivers going, um, not Metcalf, who he – Overrated. Uh, yeah, I hate him. Basically took I think a shirt off, yep. and now all of a sudden exactly. was a top 15 pick. Exactly. Uh, can't move. and Not even the best wide receiver on that Ole Miss team. The yes. comparisons to Calvin Johnson are just so unfair. It's, it's, it's shameful. How tall is Metcalf? Uh, I don't know. I He's not 6'6", six, six, like Calvin Johnson, that's for sure. No way. 
Um, 13, the Miami Dolphins. And this is another one. New head coach. What do you do here? Are they a quarterback team? They're taking a quarterback. I think they will wait and let the other teams decide for them. And they'll take whoever they – whoever I think they like them all. Jones, Locke. I have a feeling Locke with Miami going into right. this one. So, uh, 14, Atlanta. We mentioned at the beginning of the show, they were rumored to get try to get into that top five. Biddy, they're trying to get into the top five for defensive player. Not the quarterback, uh, not the uh, offensive tackle, which they can use one of those as yeah. well. They're trying to get in for the stud defensive player. They need somebody to help out Vic Beasley because all the attention is on that guy. I'll tell you this. If Ed Oliver is still there at eight with Detroit, they're trading for him. 100%. I think if the Atlanta Falcons will trade him. If Ed Oliver is available at eight, they will give the Lions whatever they want, and they will go in there and grab him because that's their guy. Uh, 15, Washington Redskins. Again, we talked about them in the beginning of the show. Dan Snyder, very involved with trying to uh, – with making this pick. Uh, he supposedly – he will make the pick himself. Do, who do they – are they staying at 15, first of all? Are they moving into the top 10? And uh, who do they end up with? This is a wild card, man. Absolute wild card. I know they're going to try to move up, especially with um, Bengals and the Broncos ahead of them and, and Miami. Right. They got they got to move up if they want their quarterback. Otherwise, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. But all I'm going to tell you is whatever they do, it's going to be the wrong choice because they're the Redskins and they suck. <laughs> they are the they have a they just make the worst choices all the time all the time it's always the wrong choices and it's quite comical never getting rid of cousins that was the right choice 16 and uh, i bring this up because i saw him linked to the giants as well for 17 brian burns out of florida state uh, another pass rush guy uh if he doesn't end up with carolina could be a name for the new york giants and then the other name that i'm seeing for the new york giants at 17 which i'm fine with i want the two defensive players but if i don't get that i'm fine with is the offensive tackle out of um, Florida or Alabama. Right, Jonah Williams. And I, don't I think, would be thrilled. I don't think the Florida tackle will be there. Jonah Williams, though, signed me up 100%. Like I said, if you want to build up this line, yeah. we're going to be set for a long time. Will Hernandez was the right pick. That kid's good. Solder finally started coming around. And not worth the money he's getting paid, but he started playing a lot better. And uh, Halapo's not bad. We brought in Zeitler. Yeah. We're one guy away. If you want to get it done in this draft with pick number 17, Sign me up as long as it's not a quarterback. Don't pick a quarterback this year, please. Be patient, everybody. Be patient. They don't have to do it this year. Get the right guy. And it's 540 over the top sports draft special. We want to hear from you. It's 1-646-716-5403. We're on Facebook. We've been ask, uh, talking to Mark here who's doing fantasy baseball. Wrong show, but we'll answer anyway. <laughs> uh, up on Blog Talk, up on Twitter. Want to hear the comments. Vinny, give me, as a Giants fan, and we wanted to make this more New York-based, right? That's where we're at. Right. Give me your ideal, ideal New York Giants draft tonight. All right. Uh, give me today and tomorrow, actually. If you want to use the second as a trade, fine. I'm fine with that. Give me your ideal first three rounds if you're a Giant fan. No quarterback in any of them. I'm big on that. Uh, Josh Allen at six. If not Josh Allen, it has to be a defensive player. I don't care who it is. Give me a pass rusher. Give me that linebacker, Devin White. Has to be six. That's the most crucial thing. I'm going to scream if it's not a defensive player at number six. It has to be. And then at 17, I want another defensive player, one of those offensive linemen, because if you can get one of your hands on one of those, we have built an offensive line, ladies and gentlemen. It was done. If we do that at 17, don't take a quarterback. I'll be happy and in the second round. Go back to that defense, because you look at this Giants defense, they're going to have a bad defense this year. But guess what? Be patient, because next year, you got $100 million in cap space to fix it. And uh, this is from Justina Anderson as of two minutes ago. Uh, based on what I'm told and what was just texted to me, I would be shocked if Kyler Murray didn't go one. We will see. People were banned from supposedly leaking right. the pick. It could be out there. But that, to me, is as close as it gets, that Kyler Murray will be one. You also have then Vinny, uh, Andy Singleton, who's another beat writer who does a real good job. Based on my mock, available for the Giants would be uh, Josh Allen 
Uh, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Based on my mock, Giants would get Allen uh, at six, Haskins at 17. He has them taking wow. Darnell Savage, the safety from Maryland, in the second. And then uh, just defense, literally the rest of the draft defense. Good. I mean, that's what they should do, especially with those third-round picks. Hopefully you catch gold with one of them. But Dwayne Haskins at 17? I can't see that work. I'll out. tell you what, you could actually sign me up for that. I'd actually be okay with that almost. But, again, I still – still if they're – that's only if they're set on the court. But I still pass on them at 17 personally. Right. But if you told me I'm going to get Dwayne Haskins at 17, that's, a, that's something I never thought I'd see coming. And uh, I, I think he's wrong. I think he's absolutely wrong for saying that. I think, yeah, I think that's very far-fetched. I can't see a team. If Haskins is sitting there at eight or nine, a trade is happening. Yeah. Take that to the bank. He's not falling the 17, 100%. Uh, Vinny, I'm not sure if you could pull up any of the uh, draft props, but I'm seeing right now Kyler Murray minus 350 to go number one. Quinn Williams is second at plus 300. So a pretty significant drop there. 400 earlier for Murray, and Quinn Williams was 350. So, uh, the only two really in play, and it's really just one. It will be Kyler Murray. Um, other news, we already mentioned Rich Samini saying he believes the Jets will trade out. Vinny, give me, if you're a Jet fan, are you keeping the pick and going for Quinn and Williams and building off him and Jamal Adams, which uh, Jamal Adams is a, a phenomenal player, or are you, after last year, trying to get back some more draft capital? No, definitely trying to trade back. It's the right move. Um, they don't need – I mean, it's hard to say you don't need Quentin Williams as a phenomenal player. Right. But if you could get more picks in the first round and some second round and maybe a future first-round pick out of this thing, which is definitely possible with the point system you were just reading off, you could get a next year's first-round uh, first pick where you're picking two first-round picks in the next year's draft. Uh, you got to do it. you got to do it. You'll build your team better. Um, it's not even like you're losing a first-round pick. You'll just move back. You'll still take a great player. There's a lot of defensive players. You can get like Rashawn Gary or something, depending where you go. Um, there's no doubt if you trade back and you can get more picks in the second and everywhere else, you have to do it. You have to do it. The Jets, uh, uh, I don't know what their asking price is. It's obviously going to be a lot. But if you could get a deal that's worthwhile, 100%, you got to go out there and fire up and do it. Josh Allen stat for you. He'll likely hear his name called very early tonight. His 17 sacks in 2018 would be the most by any first-round pick in their final college season since Terrell Suggs, uh, who had 24 in 2002. So just an interesting stat as the Giant fans continue to pray for Allen. Um, were you able to pull up any of those props? You know what? My site took them down. Did I'm going to check out um, Bovada here and see if we can pull them up here. Um, Unless you want to check uh, my other site. I didn't see anything up there at all. They didn't have anything? Yeah, no. They're probably all taken down by now because people start knowing things at this point. Vinny, as a Giant fan, and uh, really a reason what you wanted to do this show was because you said you wanted to, quote, yell at Giant fans. <laughs> um, give me a draft scenario where, I mean, as a Giant fan, you'll be absolutely miserable. Mine would be taking a quarterback at six. I would be absolutely miserable, where I would consider still going to Chicago for the yearly trip but not going to the game. That, ru- <laughs> that ruins everything. That ruins everything. You're passing up on an elite uh, defensive player because there's tons of them in the top 10 right there it's just, that'd be the worst move they could possibly do they have to go defense at six if Dwayne Haskins is the guy and I'm wrong I'll, I'll own up to it but I just don't see him being the guy and I know Josh Allen is the guy who will immediately make an impact from day one he walks in this place so this is uh as of a few minutes ago Rich Samini again uh, one team is already under the impression the New York Jets already have deal worked out with the Buffalo Bills if Williams is available. That's who Buffalo wants. Jets would then go back to nine and pick uh, best available edge rusher. And that's with the Bills. Right. Uh, but you mentioned it before. It's, uh, it's very hard to make your trades with your rivals. I don't understand I don't that. see the Bills doing that. I think they'd rather do business with uh, 
the Cincinnati Bengals, my little dark horse to trade up. And or the even the pick, skins. Jets pick would be worth 2,200 points, Vinny. And then to go from nine would be 1,350. So there's a difference there. You would think uh, at least a second round pick. The oh, Jets yeah. would be getting at least a second round pick and something later. They'll get their teams first, whatever they're trading with. They'll get that first. They'll get the second. And they'll probably get next year's. Who knows? It could even be the first. It's the third overall pick we're talking about. What did they get with the Colts? And they moved up from what? Six to three or seven to three? Right. Just look at that. They know the value. They did it last year. Give me. Let's run through some uh, NFL current players that get traded over the weekend, yes or no. We'll, and we'll start with the obvious is Josh Rosen. By the end of the weekend, what team is Josh Rosen on? Um, I'm going to say he stays in Arizona. Wow. I think it's going to be too hard to move him. Too hard to move him. Uh, let's go with his teammate, Patrick Peterson. I mean, once you, once you draft Murray, it's kind of like, okay, why are you, you know, well, you can't keep, I mean, it's basically a waste. Then, then we know, we know why you're doing it. So you need to get rid of this guy. So why am I going to give you everything? You know, I feel like that ruins his trade value. You, you don't want saying? Tyler Murray sitting behind Josh Rosen either. You're going to want the veteran, you know, oh, some uh, sort of veteran. People are even talking about that could be some bad blood because they just went back to back first round quarterbacks. But I mean, you, you drafted Kyler Murray and I know you're trying to get rid of Josh Rosen. Why would I give you an offer that, you know? Right. I'm going to give you a, a lower offer than you're expecting. Let's go with Patrick Peterson, who supposedly now there's some bad blood with uh, him and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he put up on his Instagram some sort of nonsense. Janoris Jenkins of the Giants tweeting at him, hey, come play for us. Come, <laughs> Let's wreck S-H-I-T up. Um, does he get traded over the weekend? As much as I would love Patrick Peterson, that means we have to take Josh Rosen with him. There's right. only the only way we're going to get him there. And uh, maybe I'm down on Rosen. Uh, I, I'd like to tend to think I have a pretty good eye for these quarterbacks. Most of the time I'm right. But uh, you never know. It could be wrong. Don't want Rosen, but I would love Peterson. So, therefore, I, I would decline Peterson unless we're really getting him at a really cheap value deal, like maybe just the 37th overall pick. And I know that's not going to be the case. <laughs> uh, Mark Rode writing, Patrick Peterson from Minnesota's first-round pick. I would believe if Arizona's offered a first-round pick to Patrick Peterson, they pull the trigger. I, yeah. I don't think they get that at all, to yeah. be honest with you. Absolutely. With the money he's going to be owed, I just can't see that happening whatsoever. Imagine Peterson and Xavier Rhodes on the same team. And, and Harrison Smith back there yeah, as well. That's a, that's a scary secondary. That's a very, very deadly secondary. Uh, let's talk Chris Harris, who now wants a new con- – and he was – everybody on social media, man, uh, you know, stirring their own shit up, but – Chris Harris wants to be traded or he wants his contract worked out. Denver, not listen to you. They've uh, dealt to leave a couple of years ago. That is not a very good secondary anymore. The pass rush front seven is fine. They need Chris Harris and a happy Chris Harris. Does he get moved? Maybe if uh, he wants to move away from the Flacco thing and go after the quarterback, he could be part <laughs> of the deal. But um, I don't know what their, uh, their cap space is and all that, but I don't know. I hate that players are all doing these Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown things, and you know it's just going to be a history to come. Yeah, I can't see him getting moved. Uh, Clowney now being linked to being moved as well. And he, if you, I don't want to say he's a bust, but he is not what everyone thought he was going to be being the first overall pick. Yeah, he still possesses uh, enormous potential. Though. He does. I know he's hurt a lot, yes. but uh, he could get to the quarterback still. And some people are down on him because he does it on the same line as J.J. Watt. But he's got a, you know, he's a former number one overall pick. You don't give up on the talent like get Dave Gettleman did with Odell Beckham. Uh, before we wrap this up here, uh, the the draft special. Any any final thoughts on the draft? Any. Anything crazy we see happening here in round one? I think we are going to see one really insane trade, maybe two. Um, and they're both going to be in the top five. I really think I can see the Raiders and the Jets moving. I could definitely see the Jets being that team. Who does it? I think the Bengals are finally going to go the, the non-Dalton route. And I could see them going up there being a little dark horse team. But it's going to be interesting what Miami, what Washington, and what Cincinnati does. Uh, and that's going to do it. It should be an exciting draft. For, uh, for tonight, especially the first round, especially as Giant fans. 
and uh, and the following rounds, man. It should be very interesting. At the end of this, Vinny, do the Giants walk away with any sort of quarterback? You know, my gut. Any sort of quarterback whatsoever. My gut's telling me, yeah, I feel like they're pressured to do it. Can you imagine every day, every time Eli loses a game, that we have to hear that we should have took a quarterback again for another year, despite drafting the rookie of the year last year. It's going to be the same thing. I feel like they're so pressured to take a quarterback that they're going to do it, but I'm all on board for them not to. I agree. And Chicago, the game that we're all going to is the uh, after the bye week, there is a chance that if they took a quarterback, we could see him start his first game, unfortunately. So yeah. that'll do it. Good luck to everybody out there tonight with your teams. And uh, thanks for joining us back uh, on Saturday, Over the Top Sports, 11 a.m. Eastern to 12 noon.